one. All right, back at it. We're going to talk a little bit. Week one NFL reactions. Um, tough week for me. Wow. Probably tough week for for a lot of people on the the hosts and guests of the podcast, but we're not here to cry. We're not here to get upset. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, it's okay if you do. Um, I know we, we promised, uh, we'd be talking breakfast sandwiches this week and, and we're kicking that can down the, the curb a little bit. We're, we're going to get there. Um, but at some point during this podcast, you got to hang on for it. We're going to, we're going to really dive into, snacks, maybe some desert island, um, gas station chips. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. So I'm going to, I'm going to zip it for a little bit. Um, before I do, I'll introduce, we've got a couple guests on the podcast. Um, Alex Berthium, good friend, Jesse Tarbell, another good friend. Um, Maddie, I'm, I'm going to leave it to you because I'm, I'm still distraught. It's Thursday and it's been three days, and I, I still – that's can I, all I Can have. I just say that that intro was about as strong as the Broncos' red zone performance last week? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Gibby's he's, – he's so broken, and he's just getting put back together. He's right. – he's uh, you know, Thursday is quite a long recovery period for a week one game um, when you're – you know, your team didn't play any of the players that normally play all of the plays in the preseason so they could get to learn how each other like to operate and be on the same page and perform well. Other than that, Gibby, it sort of feels to me like, you know, I think it's about time for you to, to move on. So this is going to be a healing session for you. Um, I'm passing it over to Jesse first because I know he's got something that he wants to say to you, and I think it's going to help you quite a bit. No, I just honestly, I thought there was only one game last week. I didn't know there was any football other than one game and it was the game that um, the coach of that game decided to kick a 64-yard field goal um, instead of going for it on fourth and five. Um, That's it. That's all I saw. I don't think there was any other football played. Nothing else happened at all Uh, and Russ is absolutely riding into the sunset. Uh, in my response, I mean, that's quite a eulogy. That's not bad. Are we addressing the situation and then I'm responding? Well, I have, yeah, you know what? Why don't we wait? Why don't we let you address all of this situation and let's let Alex get get a, a take in as well so that you can answer them all at the same time because I have a feeling they're going to be similar responses either way. Here's my hot take about week one. Uh, I'm going to leave the Broncos game right out of this because I know we're going to cover a lot of that. Hmm. Sloppy week one. Um, I think that the preseason showed it by players not playing in the preseason, coaches deciding not to play their talent. Um, I thought that quarterbacks and tight ends especially had a real bad showing, you know, outside of a couple, Mahomes being one of them, who obviously showed up like himself. Uh, But if you look at top end receivers, they did pretty well. It really came down to those wide receiver two spots and the quarterbacks outside of the top three and tight ends really just crap in the bed this week. 
It was a Thanks horrible God. week. Horrible week of football to start out. Oh, yeah, um, we take a week. By the way, yeah, I we... think I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire just got hurt. That makes me feel a lot of confusing ways. That's okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, producers know we're um, <laughs> we're we're recording during the the Chiefs um, Chargers game. Um, I, I have a lot of respect for the Chiefs. I have very little for the Chargers. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so um, how do you feel? Sorry, Pat, I didn't mean to take the, the reins here. I'm just, you know, muscle memory. Um, Patriots performance before we, I, I address the Broncos situation. Or maybe Great I'm just first drive, terrible call in the end zone. Then they yeah, were hard. rattled the rest of the game. They look like the 1993 Patriots. Ooh. There's nothing exciting about them. It was like, bef- obviously for the last two decades, the Patriots have been the elite of the elite. And now, <clears throat> since Brady left, last year was exciting because you had Mac Jones come in and it was like, what's going to happen with yeah. Mac Jones? So that was fun. This year has been a complete disaster from the get-go with Patricia and Judge and everyone being involved. All, everyone knows, we've talked, people have talked about that forever. Um, but when you watch them, it just reminds me of being a Patriots fan in the early 90s when I was a young kid and watching them and thinking, this team is not enjoyable. That's why I was a Washington fan <laughs> when I grew up. You, you can <laughs> say Patriots. <laughs> I was a Washington fan. Whatever you want. Because I, I, the Patriots were just, they weren't fun. I was watching Doug Williams and uh, uh, Daryl Green and, yeah, Art Monk and whatever. Now we have a potential Matt Hoyer, or Hoyer, Brian Hoyer start. Well, I think I heard, yeah, I saw saw that Mac uh, supposedly had a stomach bug today, is the rumor. We need a uh, Michael Jordan flu game out of him this coming Sunday to keep any interest in the season. They're at home this week, is that correct? No, they're in Pittsburgh. They're oh, interesting, yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe that's and for the best. Whatever field that is they're now, formerly known as Heinz. They're into this game somehow. I don't know how, but they're two-point favorites. That's 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 just further solidifies for me that that's a game that I really don't think I'm going to have a whole lot of interest in watching. Well, is Najee playing? Who? Harris. Never heard of him. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I think I think it's because of the Pats' defense. I think that's the only reason why they're favorites. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me as well. They can't score. What do um, we think about this Kendrick Bourne situation? I heard Kraft is angry that he only got two snaps last week and is pushing Belichick to play him more. Well, when you spend $127 million in an offseason last year and you literally have zero of those guys producing, you probably want someone to at least play to give you a chance to give when you, you back some Jacoby ROI. Being the top earning snapper there, and then you've got Kendrick playing two snaps the whole game, and he caught a forty yard, forty three yard, yard pass. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This is cathartic talking about the Patriots' woes. Um, yeah, once again, we're here for you. This is not. This is all to ensure that you can get over this. Um, are we calling it an illness? Is it classified as an illness? What you have. Broncos yeah, yeah I, I mean, you, you guys know I'm obsessed. Um, uh, you know, I'm not going to rank where they sit in my cares. <laughs> Across the life, but I, I'll just say they're high. 
Um, and, uh, <laughs> Above or below uh, pimento we'll cheese? On, there on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so regardless, right? You wait all off season. You're really excited. And then the two fumbles at the goal line were, I mean, th- they should have been up before the 64 yard fiasco. They should have been up by two scores. Um, uh, you know, Gino, I knew it's, it's kind of like watching a basketball game when a shooter gets hot and he's eight of 10 from three point, you know, that it's not going to stay that way in the second half. And so I knew that Gino wasn't going to go 17 of 18 in the second half. Um, and, and so I, I felt comfortable there and we went in, I think we we're down like field goal um, and getting the ball back. So, um, and then first fumble happens and marching down the field, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I think to your point, like it's a product of continuity um, of not having the right guys on the field um, for at least like a series, at least like a quarter um, total over the, the preseason um, Hackett. I listened to him right after the game. I mean, kudos to him for for the next day admitting like, hey, I was wrong. I should have gone for it on fourth down. But right after the game, I have never heard anyone say so many words in so little time. He's like, a cartoon he's- character. He is a cartoon character. There's no way that he's real. <laughs> it was just like rapid fire. It was like Contra with the, the turbo, <laughs> like I was, I was wondering what was going on. It wasn't even spread. It was, did like, that scare you or did that excite you or did that confuse you? What was the emotion you well, felt as you took that? The only thing I've heard about him is he's a leader, right? And he's like, he puts on these, not shows just to be for show, right? During practices and, and when he's doing sessions with the, the team, but like that, um, he's super into like learning design and how are you going to capture these 25 year olds attention and keep it um, yep. throughout the entire season. Um, so I think, you know, I think it's going to be a marathon, but it also fired me up thinking about, okay, you can't give those games away in the AFC West. Like my first thought was, all right, now we, we definitely have to take, two games from either the chiefs, the chargers or the Raiders to, to have a legitimate shot. So um, it's, it's a product of the division we're in. Um, so it, it makes every game that much more important, but I mean, we should have a really nice rebound here. Really playing the Texans this week. Yeah. Um, at home too. I'm, I'm not concerned. I have major concerns if it's like 2017 with uh, 50 seconds left and we're right around the 45 yard line. I have some real concerns there, but um, what time is that game? I love them. What time is that game? Is that a four o'clock? 425. Yes. What's that day look like for you? What's the lead up to a later Sunday game? And then what's the close of a Sunday if it doesn't go your way look like? Because there's a little bit of time left in the night. Yeah. Uh, What's that look like for you? Oh God. Um, walking around the house. Uh, Pacing or walking? Storming? Stomping? There's some storming probably. Um, uh-huh. There's deferred anger yeah. um, that sure. I'll let out on text message, usually to close friends. And yeah. Oh, I get I think, those. It's I think, yeah, great. a couple of them might be on this podcast. It's, it's yeah. not great when they come in. Uh-huh. 
Maybe Usually not. they get real personal too, and you start yeah. to understand what you, you try to think about what you did wrong to Mike. Yeah, and you can't figure it out. It wasn't it. like you guys didn't hurt him. It's not your yeah. fault. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've been on the other side of those many times from getting. <laughs> and you and know, I, how and, it, and then I think about how nice of a person he is. But when it comes to the Broncos, Gibby, how much uh, before the game? How much riding do you do? Riding, like yeah, like yeah. let's riding, yeah. How much riding are you doing before the game? Are you walking around the house and your kids are eating breakfast and you're just like, let's ride? Not for a four o'clock game. Not Russ would Russ would want you uh, practicing your high fives with the air and like walls and things like you used to do when you were a little kid. He'd want that from you. Gibby, what are you more embarrassed about? (laughs) The ending of last week's game or openly rooting for Russell Wilson? Who is honestly the, probably the biggest dweeb in all of football? I'm fine with dweebs. Um, you know, not everyone grew up Praise Jesus. being a popular uh, kid in school. <laughs> you know, he's he's Dude, had he's in the NFL, married to a superstar. It's like he doesn't even want to do these things. It's like these are a nuisance to him. He showed up in a 1982 prom outfit last week. He lost to Geno Smith. (laughs) This is embarrassing. All of it is embarrassing. It's not the start that you were looking for. It wasn't the start that I was looking for. I I was envisioning. I I love the the Judy touchdown. Um, I was getting really excited. Um, You know, the defense didn't show up, but I'm actually most nervous and I'm deflecting and I'm ignoring the question. Um, Thank you. <laughs> the, the defense didn't show up in the first half. Justin Simmons is what I'm most concerned about. He's on IR right now. Mm-hmm. And how serious is that? Is that a four week IR or is that a longer? IR. Okay. Um, he'll be back. The guy didn't miss a snap um, since 2017. Um, so he's, you know, model of health and been consistently one of the top five free safeties in football. Um, He's a a BC kid. BC kid. Um, And so, so that concerns me, but they have some depth there. They just signed Anthony Harris to the practice squad. He probably won't play this week, but, um, and, and I don't think they'll need him this week, but uh, some concerns there. Kareem Jackson didn't show up. Bradley Chubb waited until the second half to show up. Same with Randy Gregory. Who they late Chubb. A late Chubb's not really late. We don't what good know. is that going to do you? I mean, it was <laughs> it was a well timed <laughs> Chubb, but uh, it just happened later than it should have. Yeah, that's um, fair. And uh, so anyway, this is probably more than anyone needed of, of Broncos takes. I know they've been a hot button topic on, on the rest of national media. Um, so we felt like, you know, doing our part for, for our listeners, we need to address it. Um, any, any last takes? I mean, I'm, I'm letting no. myself off the hook. If you guys want to let me off the hook or, or no, I think we've, or, I think you've eat, eaten enough of this L for now. And we'll just see how this week goes. All I'll say is when Gibby gets emotional and upset in his uh, angry personal texts start coming in, I always look forward to the Monday apology that I get from yeah. him once he calms down. The nice and sweet. Yeah. Do you have goes any, back to nice Mike. Do you have any examples of, of the <laughs> apology? Uh, usually it's just, hey, pal, you know you're one of my closest buddies. I got a little worked up yesterday. <laughs> the best part about that 
is that it's not necessary at all. But no, because you are so no, nice, yeah, he does it anyway. It's just like it's like A plus plus above and beyond T platinum tier support from Gibby at all times. Alex, and, next time he apologizes, no. you just respond like with this. They can't they can't see in podcast world. <laughs> I can't. Uh, Dubs is gonna he's I not gonna know. care for that. That was crazy nothing if I've never heard it. That could hurt. Mm. Dubs is gonna knock us back a few on that one, I think. But that's okay. We'll get better. We learn <laughs> yeah, and we'll grow. Dubs is too concerned about side chains in the email. <laughs> he is very concerned. He does not like a side uh, chain. He changed when he got a houseboat. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's different now. So exciting news, not to, you know, give away too much upcoming podcasts, but um, we have some, some fun guests that we're excited for, uh, dubs and juice. We'll be talking about fall golf in new England. Um, so that's going to be lined up. Um, next week we're going to get lined up with, uh, with our friend. I'll just call him uncle. Nothing to lose right now. <laughs> um, to talk about backup quarterbacks. You're allowing him to public. You're giving him a voice. We're giving he, him a platform. This is, he, this is just he, a voice out. It's going to be 20 straight minutes on Bobby A. Bear. That's oh, it. Get ready for Charlie Whitehurst. Um, oh, dear Lord. And it might slip into Jewel. Um, I can't it, wait. I can't which, wait. Which Jewel? The singer performer. Yeah, um, it, please. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering as well. When Gibby um, says it, you have to ask. It is. Um, and uh, and so some other exciting podcasts come up, but we're replacing the the conversation around whether it's top five breakfast sandwiches. Um, I'm not a breakfast sandwich expert. Like I'm, you know what? I don't even love eggs that much. Um, but if it's if everything else is right, I'm fine with it. Um, I know Alex is an expert snacker. Um, procures the best snacks. Uh, you know, I I wouldn't ask another person to. Hey, while we're pumping gas on a road trip, do you mind running into the gas station, picking me up a bag of something? Um, Alex would be probably my first fantasy pick in that draft. Yeah, Mike. And to to that point, there are two elite snacks. Above all else, one is tough for a car ride, one is not. And then there's one trash snack that I want to discuss a little bit that I think is overrated. So the two elite ones, we're going to start there. The first one is Schneider's of Hanover honey mustard crushed pretzels. Oh, wow. That That was like a M. Night Shyamalan. The right amount of flavor and sodium it doesn't make your fingers all that dirty, easy to eat. It is a masterpiece. It's just God's will on us. <laughs> the next one is going to be any sort of ruffled chip with a French onion dip. Preferably hell of a good. Mm-mm. Talk That's more about, talk more about onions. onions. But I love the hell of a good dip. You you've got some you've got some adversaries here. I expected that and I wanted this. I want discourse in this conversation. 
You're checking all the right boxes for me so far. We hate all the right things, so I'm in. I'm in on Let's talk stance. about the trash one that snuck up there. Beef mm. jerky. Well, can you clarify a type? Yeah, I can. Because you know what who you know who eats beef jerky mostly? People who don't like carbohydrates. And people who don't like carbohydrates talk about their diet way too much. And that is why it snuck in there. <laughs> it's a trash snack. So Maddie, for the record, we uh <laughs> We've lost any potential following in Jacksonville, Cleveland. Yeah, kiss Cleveland. goodbye to Beef Links jerky. Yeah, yeah. Jack Minnesota gone. We lost them with the Beef Links, with the Jack Links. Never won there. Yeah. yeah, we didn't. Maybe we didn't. And you know what? It's not our position, and it's not our job to tell people what to like. We're just here to tell them what not to like, and that's what they should be following along with. So they'll come back. They'll I want a counterpoint from anybody who would support beef jerky, and I'd be happy to come back on. I don't think it's going to make when I'm walking. So this is like we're walking into a gas station, just like Gibby described it. You're on a road trip. You walk into a gas station. You're on. You're in charge of coming back to the car with some snacks, and you've got five ish, ten minutes to make that call. Is that the that the vibe? We'll okay. call it five minutes, and let's let's obviously include Doritos Cool Ranch in there. That's always going to make the cut. It's kind of mm-hmm. like when you start a, a video game, and you, they give you like the core, like armor and the sword, and it's like the basic stuff that you have to have to start the game. That's kind of Doritos. You shouldn't be leaving. Yeah. That should be the first thing or the last thing you grab, but it cannot be a thing that you forget to grab. You come back with a Gatorade Doritos. I'm happy. I don't Fine. love you, but I'm happy. No yeah, no one's getting upset. No. See, so you got offended about the onion dip. You you. You, Alex lost you at onions. I don't, I, I hate onions. I'm out on onions. Um, you are too, Manny. So this yeah. is good. Alex and I are both heavy snackers. This is why we're such a uh, formidable uh, doubles team because we just are like, our brains are essentially woven and into each other. This is also why we're always opposed against each other versus uh-huh. playing with each other. Yeah, you guys have been doing that for a couple of years now and now it's starting to, to really come to light why. But I'm out on French onion. I'm out on onions. Ironically, I like onions cooked in something, but raw yeah. onions and like the onion flavor are different to me. So there is an opportunity. French onion dip? There is no onion flavor in it. That's fair. There's no onions in the dip. Here's my food stance that kind of covers all of my food takes. And it's if I like to eat something, I'm going to eat it. And if I don't like to eat it, I'm not going to eat it. And that's kind of it. Well, that's why you're as healthy as you are. Well, that's you don't have any proof of that. Well, you know. But thank you. I appreciate it. So, yeah. Everybody do what you like. Jesse. Bell's got something. Yeah. You're you're stewing on this a bit. Yeah, he's been chewing on something. Well, there's a couple things. I love onions. I am a known onion connoisseur. But You married an Italian gal. Serial killer. (laughs) Yeah. I cooked a lot of onions today, actually. Um, But I will say... To Alex's point about the French onion dip, it doesn't have an onion flavor. I don't understand how that's even possible because onions are so recognizable. <laughs> how is that real? <laughs> I don't understand that. Is it real? Answer the question. I, I, it's a powder. It's a powder. So yeah, but it's still onion, onion powder. powder as like that, but I hate a raw onion. I will not eat a raw onion. Hmm. Do you know? What I was looking at something earlier today, ironically, do you know what the um, number one junk food is in Maine? There's, there's, you can look across the entire country to see what the number one junk food is. Well, are. we're all idiots, so I'm going to guess something like Funyuns. No, very boring and plain. Oh, classic Lay's potato chips. Close enough. Ritz crackers. Yeah, oh, there it is. Ritz so crackers. Maine. Hmm. 
I personally, when I'm looking for a road snack, uh, I will go to anything that is salt and vinegar. Anything. Kettle cooked or regular? Doesn't matter. Just give me salt and vinegar. If you gave me a salt and vinegar and Kit Kat, I'd eat it. I don't care. All in. All in on salt and vinegar. Always have been. I've been buying them. I used to buy the Wachusett salt and vinegar chips back in the day. And those bags that looked way more flat than they should be. Like there was no air yeah. in them. Yeah. Like the bags look when you're watching a sitcom and you know there's no chips in the bag, but they just need it as a prop. Yeah. Like it's been those popped in somehow yeah. the air is all drained out of it. Yeah. Salt and vinegar. I could go, I'd go through a whole bag, no problem. And I shouldn't be able to because it's such a. Then you get to wake up with canker sores in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take that risk. It's kind of, it's a lovely game. The kettle cut. The Are you kettle- drinking the vinegar? If it's in there in the bag, whatever's in the bag. The kettle cooked, like, I, I feel like it's going to cut the roof of your mouth. I love them. It's a nice it's, body. Um, I, I shy well, you away. would take that same risk with a nice BLT, wouldn't you? With a toasted bread? That's going to shred the top of your mouth. You're not wrong as long as there's a, there's no mayo there. You just got to make sure you're using the incisors and the molar. You, gotta you use eat right. a BLT with no mayo? Yeah, give dry. me. Give I'm me out on mayo. mayo. I'm out, out on mayo. mayo three. Out on mayo. I won't touch I'm mayo. out on this podcast now. I don't even <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we do that, we got to wrap it up here pretty quick. Um, would love your thoughts heading into week two. Games you like, whether it's, you know, if people want to spend their hard-earned money um, betting a few bucks where gambling is legal, or if it's just a game you're really excited for, uh, things that you think um, going into week two, and then we'll we'll play you guys out. Yeah, no real thoughts for me other than stay away from Dallas. They're a trash show at this point. Uh, other than that, let's hope for a rebound from some of the stars this week and, and see what week two has in front of us. I think the Patriots are going to bounce back, and I do think they're going to win in Pittsburgh. And I think the Packers are going to absolutely destroy the Bears. I don't think it'll be close. And we lost Rick again. Yeah, he well, we never had him. Um, <laughs> I got smoked last week in Survivor. I was one of like a half. Like, Gibby, I think you got. Oh, I, I was out. I'm just, I already. I don't know. Everyone lost, lost Survivor, Survivor on week one. Got, somebody lost in a pool somewhere. The Everybody only people did. who won Survivor were the people who took a team that was sort of middle of the road no one really thought about, or the Ravens. Yep. Otherwise, yep. you lost. Yep. Let's actually, real quick, Ravens-Dolphins. We've got two decent teams coming in together. Ravens playing for a grudge match, if you will, because they got smoked last year when they were kind of running on fire. Who wins that one? I think Ravens, personally. But the, the spread's like three and a half, I think. Three and a half there at home. They'll win that game. I didn't like Miami didn't really do anything special last week. The the Pats sort of like just they couldn't get off the field. And so they just kind of like drained everything out. And there was a couple of weird defensive plays. So I'm not I'm not not sold they're a great team. And I know Baltimore is. And again, like I said earlier, I think the Ravens are trying to open it up and play a little offense because they don't want to have to just hope their defense can stop everybody. So I like Baltimore in that game. Take the under in the Pats game. Lock oh. of the week. Take the under. Yeah, if, if 25 is the over-under, I'm I think it's like 44. Yeah, it's like 41 it's something. Yeah, take the under. It is 40 and a half at this moment. That's bad. That's gross. 13 max. Um, oh, cancel, cancel that game. <laughs> uh, 
I like New Orleans over Tampa this week. Oh, really? That's the second thing we're against each other on because I think I Tampa's going to win that game easily. I I think everyone thinks that. I think this is the game that. Wow. Um, Where's the game? New Orleans. Yeah. In New Orleans. Tampa never what? plays well in New it's Orleans. In New Orleans. What's the spread? It's got to be Nola, like Nola? three, three and a half. It's like three. Last I checked, it was three. Yeah, it's plus and three. Why, why is it three when New Orleans didn't really look good? Tampa didn't either, but Tampa's a better team. Well, so it's, it's, it's essentially. Half, right? It's essentially six, though, because they're giving no them God three win. points for the home field. Yeah, yeah I, I think if I you're it. looking Play at this the flag. game, I think if you're looking at this game week eleven, the line is six and a half at New Orleans. But it's obviously it's not going to be in New Orleans in week eleven. So I, I'm I'm dubious about that one. Um, and then uh, yeah, and then the other thing, the other game that I think is going to be tighter. Um, than it should be, even though I don't, you know, we talked about this on the AFC pod was uh, Tennessee. No one loves. Um, I think they give Buffalo a tougher game than we expect. I think Buffalo is all amped up for week one at the Rams. They felt like, you know, they should have been there against them in the Super Bowl. So, um, so I, mean, I love, I love those two games one way or another. They're both reaches. Like those are those are hot takes. <laughs> if if you bold you'll. fortune favors the bold, Gibby. I like those calls. <laughs> um, anything for you, Manny? No, nothing. Then the first couple things. I think I'm going to focus on just a couple of games. But if I, I do think that Tampa game is going to be, I'm I'm on the other side of that one than you, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I think the Rams are going to blow the Falcons out. I know that game is ten points. And that seems like a lot in the NFL. Any double-digit spread always scares you a little bit because not this is not that likely. Um, but I think that they want to make a statement, and I don't believe Atlanta can rush the passer, which is the one weakness that the Rams have is their offensive line is kind of dicey. So I think they'll come out and they'll chuck it, and they're going to score a bunch of points and then hang on. I think they end up winning that game by more than 10. But I don't know that I'd bet it because it's like the Denver game. Same yeah. same exact yeah. narrative. Same I'm narrative. not touching anything right now. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I, I think it's too early to tell. Um, yeah. Yep. A Rob's going to go off, and the other thing you can pretty much take to the bank is that Detroit is going to have a very strong game. They're going to be in it, and they are <laughs> going to lose by three. 27 two. 23. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to lose another close game. Those poor guys. And 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 Jesse's just wait. He's lurking in the bushes out front of your house, just waiting for another loss so that he can just knock on the door. Oh, the Broncos just sit down. Ask you a few questions. Oh, I, I'm I'm changing my cell phone number. You, you won't be able to sit down. Mike will break literally <laughs> all the stools. If house. the Broncos lose, you better move to like Cambodia or something. Oh, it's it's not going to be pretty. Um, I'll take a four hour walk in the woods. Um, wow. Well, let's keep let's keep that GPS tag that we, we yeah have. yeah just put me on find your phone yeah yeah <laughs> Alex go tag him would you please I'll I'll be waiting patiently out there Thank I'll have you. a bottle of Hendrix outside your doorstep when you wake <laughs> up that's fine <laughs> just gonna lock myself in the barn and... <laughs> it's something for Nina to calm her down to <laughs> oh, she, yeah she won't be anything she'll be happier but, she'll um, be happier gone <laughs> it, it's better for her anyway uh. We got to wrap it up, but Alex, Jesse, thank you. Um, thank you for joining. Uh, this yep. is, I think, our. Thanks for having us. It's a great. Fifth episode. 
we want you back. Um, we've got a couple things penciled in here um, that that we'd love to have you back for uh, to talk a little bit about. And, and thanks for your takes and um, for this cathartic session that I've had uh, today. So really appreciate it. Maddie, as always, um, thanks for carrying the show, my friend. And uh, we are we're off um, and running and You'll see us next week uh, to recap week two and some special guests to join us as well. Yep. Yep. Jesse, Alex, the boys are electric. Gibby, you're the king. Let's ride. Kisses. (laughs) Thank you.